Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Our guest this morning is Brad Perry. Brad was named CEO of Calgary Economic Development in February and has his work cut out for him in a challenging economic environment. Brad has over two decades of marketing experience and has led and acted as a key advisor to various operations in media, tech, advertising, and artificial intelligence. Brad's here to tell us about the great things happening in Calgary and what the future of business looks like in our city. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, David and Tara. How are you? We're good. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, Brad, three months in after officially being named the CEO, how's it going? It's going fantastic. You know what? Uh, couldn't be more proud of, of the team that I have and the impact that we're making in the community and the support that I've been getting from everybody around the community, including yourself and David. So I'm incredibly, incredibly appreciative. Uh, it's, a big, it's a big opportunity for us. And I think, uh, you know, as David mentioned in the opening, Calgary is so well positioned right now for long-term economic success, which is what we do here at Calgary Economic Development, that uh, uh, we're very bullish on this. I mean, even today's announcement, I'm sure everybody saw uh, Neo Financial becoming another unicorn in our city, uh, which is just another testament of, of the amazing things that are going on in our community these days. Brad, you know, you do very well present in front of an empty theater. I saw it on the uh, report to the community. <laughs> but I was very happy with the message you sent, and it was a very positive message. So uh, with, with all the changes we had here over the last, uh, you know, seven years, because COVID was just adding fuel to the fire. We had the fire when oil crashed in, in 2014. But what do you see right now, before we go into the future, what do you see the current situation in terms of how the economy is shaping back to, to almost normal life? Yeah, I'm seeing great things. I mean, I was just with Todd Hirsch uh, last week, and we're doing a panel together. You know, his forecasts are for about a 4.2% growth for Alberta this year and a 3.2% next year. So doing the 4.2 gets us back into that pre-pandemic level, which is, which is great. But to your point, David... You know, we, we got hit with a bunch of stuff with uh, the oil price uh, challenges, the oil price wars. Uh, we saw the pandemic hit us. But I think what it, what it showcased, though, is the resiliency that our community has uh, in, in, in itself and the belief it has in itself. When you see the number of companies that have grown and, and the digital transformation, which I think we talked about this in our last, uh, last time, you know, there's $20 billion of investment coming into digital transformation in our economy over the next three years. And a large portion of that will be in Calgary. So I think what you saw with the pandemic was an acceleration of companies needing to be more efficient and optimize what they do, which allowed our tech and innovation ecosystem to truly thrive. And I think we're starting to see the building blocks happen now. And as you mentioned in, in our report to community conversation, what's, what's most exciting for me is, is seeing companies like a Neo Financial who weren't around, who, who weren't even a company four years ago, and through an investment through the Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund, we're able to grow into a billion-dollar status in four years. So for me, what's exciting is that companies like that don't have to leave Calgary anymore. In the past, they'd have to leave to go in and raise capital or build their talent pool or actually scale. But now we see these amazing stories. You know, amazing and negative. I'm picking on Neo today, but you know, it's the fastest unicorn in Canadian history, and it happened right here. It started here. It grew here. It stayed here, and it scaled here. And to me, that is a testament to our community and where we're going in the future. 
Mm-hmm. And then other companies see that and then they say, hmm, okay, they can make it. Let's give it a go. It's that hive effect that I be, keep talking about, right? When you see these great yeah. news stories, other companies want to be around that, want to feel that, that, that groove that's happening, that there's something going on and they don't want to miss out. So you're starting to see a lot more of that activity happen. And, you know, when we talk about talent, I, I've been, you know, obviously I talk to businesses every day. And what's really, enthousi- what's really encouraging for me, I should say, is hearing them tell me how many resumes they're getting from across Canada now. Like we're starting to see an influx of people wanting to, to come and work in Calgary from Vancouver, from Waterloo, from Montreal, and from Toronto. So again, it showcases that it's not just happening here. We're not doing this in isolation or in a vacuum. The rest of the country is starting to see what's happening here. Um, you talked about tech a little earlier. Tell us about how the Future Skills Center and the Edge Up program can help people looking for a new job. I know we discussed that um, the last time that we had an interview, but I think it's worthwhile for people to hear about it again. Yeah, no, great point here. And, and one of the big things we focus on here at, at Calgary Economic Development is, is making sure that we get our amazing population back to work. And as, as many people might not know, is we have one of the youngest populations in the country. We have one of the highest educated populations in the country, and we have one of the highest labor participation rates in the country, which means we have people who want to go back to work. But what we realized is that there was a lot of Calgarians who had very specialized uh, skill sets in the oil and gas industry that were missing out on the new economy. And so the Energy to Digital Transformation Program was set up in 2019 to help mid-level career professionals in the oil and gas industry get retrained, whether it's data science, project management, or uh, coding to go back in and become part of the economy on these high value jobs. And so uh, we had 100 seats available in 2019. The program went into 2020. Uh, we had 1,200 applications for the program, uh, which, mm-hmm. is, which is wild. And so we then uh, worked with Future Skills Canada for Edge Up 2.0, which is ongoing right now, which is they've invested over $5 million. And we're going to see almost 400 people go through that program now, working with even more post secondaries to get them those skill sets to really go back and help, you know, fill in the jobs that we have. I think the last time I looked, we had over still 2000 open positions in the, in the tech and innovation ecosystem here in Calgary. So whatever we can do to, to put those skill sets in Calgarians hands to get them back to work is, is one of the key focus for us this year. Everybody likes to talk about tech. Um, what other industries uh, is CD, Calgary Economic Development, trying to attract to our city in order to diversify our, our economy? Because we cannot go back to 70% dependent on oil and gas. I couldn't agree more, David. And that's why we're looking at a whole bunch of different things, whether it's manufacturing. Uh, we're seeing a lot of things happen in the life sciences sector right now. And uh, the Life Sciences Innovation Hub or the BioX Hub is starting to produce these companies that are really driven into life sciences. And, and when, when I say life science, it's really health sciences. It's solutions uh, that go into helping us become healthier uh, individuals. And so we're seeing a lot of investment come in there. I think one of the other sectors that's been so underplayed here has been the agribusiness. You know, we, we used to be the breadbasket. We still are the breadbasket of Canada. But the shift into agricultural technology now has been amazing. Vertical farming is happening. We're seeing a lot of movement there, um, you know, and we, we know the creative industries or a film intelligent industry last year, we had over 120 uh, productions happen. That was a half a billion dollars of spending that happened in the city alone. So it, it's about looking for those other pieces so that we have a really well diversified portfolio. And we're not just relying on one stock. We want to make sure all of our other industries are starting to get that light and grow. 
When we were chatting with uh, Joel Cowley, the CEO of the Calgary Stampede, um, it just struck me, I was wondering, have you had, had any kind of partnership with the Stampede about being able to promote some of what's happening in the agricultural world in terms of um, their advancements? And because we're, we're often, we were talking about some of the stigma around the Calgary Stampede and it being um, dubbed a little old school and that it doesn't represent the new movement of Calgary. And so um, just being able to highlight some of the the new technologies and innovations within that agri world um, would be beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we talk to Joel all the time and we're looking for different opportunities to, to make that, that destination beyond just those 10 days. You know, there's an opportunity for us, as you said, Tara, to showcase the amazing work that's being done here in the ag space, uh, whether it's mm-hmm. technology or whether it's processing. And so there is a lot of conversations happening right now. And how do we make this a bigger, more inclusive, broader event than just 10 days? And Joel is, is fantastic. And he's one of our great partners who's, who sees that vision as well. And we're working towards making that happen. As you said, there's an untapped opportunity there for us. Uh, to drive that home. So, uh, look, you know, stay tuned for some of the, the news that's going to come out around that, but we're definitely in those conversations uh, with, with the Stampede and Joel. Are you also talking with Joel about the event center? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he won't I let it go, Brad. Go I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm, I'm not speaking with Joel. I'm, I'm uh, as, as, as you're alluding to, uh, David, I am part of the event center committee. Uh, and we're working diligently to uh, to figure out uh, a path forward because I think we all believe that having a vibrant downtown is key to economic development and thinking that uh, having a cornerstone project like that will be definitely a feather in our cap. Brad, we have to take a commercial break. Following the commercials, we'll discuss a little bit more on, agri- on vertical farming and uh, we'll be back after the commercials. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. And we are back with our guest, Brad Perry, President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. Uh, Brad, before we went on the commercial, you mentioned in, in one of your answers the uh, vertical farming. Can you elaborate about this? Because one of our guests that we uh, hosted here, Dan Houston, uh, praised Calgary Economic Development for the help they get on, on vertical farming. And we had no clue about it in this city. Yeah, no, it, it's a fantastic way for us to, to, you know, we took a step back and looked at the opportunity we had with respect to our, our sort of vacancy rate in downtown, as we know, you know, the great news is, is we're down to 27% now, according to the JLL report that was put out last week, which is almost a 5% drop in uh, in the last two years. But one of the thinking is, is because the infrastructure is there for these buildings, why not look for creative ways to utilize that space that's not being filled yet? And vertical farming came to the top of that. And, um, you know, we get a lot of questions from companies around the world about the vertical farm. I think we're working on 20 some odd files right now of vertical farming opportunities. And so what it does is it provides uh, an opportunity to have mixed use for these buildings that, that aren't being used as office spaces anymore. And it helps produce uh, crops, whether it's uh, in, in the soybeans or peas or, uh, you know, the, the leafy greens and, and those kinds of vegetables. 
And it's fantastic because it allows us to, to fill that, that empty office space with these creative ideas and help support the economy because it's creating jobs, it's creating opportunity for people to come up with new technologies and develop new ways of growing things with less of a footprint on our, on our ecosystem. So you're seeing more efficient use of water, more efficient use of, of soil, and more efficient use of, of electricity. So it's an exciting field for us, and I think we can be one of the leaders uh, globally around vertical farming. Mm-hmm. And healthier, no pesticides, all, a whole lot of reasons why I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree. It's exciting stuff. Every, every industry that I talk to now is exciting. They've got new things happening all the time. So we do talk a lot about uh, what we're doing to bring new business into Calgary. What are we doing to help existing businesses in Calgary thrive and get back on their feet after a lot of people have been struggling for a couple of years? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Tara. And I think you're right. A lot of the work that we do is, is about attraction, but at the core of our mandate, it's really about the expansion and retentions of companies' capital and talent. So uh, our business development team is actively out there talking to companies. About 65% of our time is spent working with local companies to find ways to either help them grow, expand, uh, find talent, uh, or, or find ways to, to make doing business a little simpler by connecting them with the right people in the city. Um, so for, for us, it's about that. The other thing that we do is we also help a lot of our local companies find the talent they need globally and from a national perspective. So last year, we, uh, we worked with over almost 200 companies locally and engaged with 5,000 people across North America for a talent hiring fairs where we were there to talk about Calgary, but talk about the, the amazing opportunities that are happening in our marketplace. And so for us, absolutely critical that we help these companies uh, not, not just survive, but thrive in our ecosystem. And I think the other thing that we've done uh, is, is we, I think we discussed last time through the Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund is, is we invested mm-hmm. really into the ecosystem development. So we, we took a step back like everybody else did in 2020 and looked at our business model. And we realized that Calgary's never had a startup problem. You know, we, we've had a scale-up problem, which is what that means is local companies having access to these global markets, having access to programming from companies that have grown and scaled on a global, uh, global basis. And so we worked with Plug and Play, uh, which is the world's biggest uh, business accelerator. Uh, we have SVG Thrive, which is the world's largest agricultural accelerator. We have Endeavor. We have 500 startups. And so all of these now are in our community, and we're actually the only community that has these four global players in the market at the same time. And what they're doing is working with local Calgary companies and startups to help them become globally competitive by putting them through their programming and then finding investments for them and letting them have access to global markets through their connections. So, yeah, it's a great question. And we, we, we focus a lot about making sure that we take care of our people at home. And, uh, you know, to David's point earlier, part of our conversation around report to community, it's great. Uh, the attraction part is obviously crucial for us. But at the end of the day, we have to be able to build from within. We've got to build our talent pool. We've got to build these companies up. And so it is a core, a core part of our focus. What are the challenges or the belt, bottlenecks you, you kind of face in trying to uh, bring new companies to Calgary? Uh, yeah, that's a great question, David. And I think one of the first questions we always get from companies who are looking to expand their business here or, or set up shop in, in Calgary, the first question we get is talent. What does your talent pipeline look like? How, how will I know that if we come here that you'll be able to help us sustain that growth by providing us the talent pool? So one of the biggest things we're really, really hyper-focused on right now is 
how do we make sure we have that mid to senior level talent? And I think, you know, from our standpoint, one of the things that we talk about is making sure that we have the capital that's necessary to help drive that. Because as we know, the patient capital isn't there as much as it used to be. And by that, I mean, historically, if somebody invested in a company, let's say you raised $50 million, well, you had a bit of a runway before you had to have your fully operational senior team in place and driving. But today, because of the way the capital structures are made, there's not a lot of patience. So if I raise, if I'm a company and I raise $50 million, I'm expected to have a senior level team fully functioning built out within a quarter. And so that puts a lot of stress on the attraction piece because you're not having that patience to grow your own talent. And so we're seeing more companies like a health firm who have taken a different approach to this and have said, no, we're going to actually invest in our community and in our people. We're going to take our time and build the talent from within and not just try to bring it from outside of the, outside of the, the city itself. Mm-hmm. Lots of talent right here. We're with Brad Perry, President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. I want to switch to uh, talk about the film and TV industry in Calgary, because in your report to the community, I know that we we summarized it, talking about how 2021 was such a huge year for the industry. So what's the future looking like? And, and just help people understand how having a thriving film and television um, industry helps Calgarians. Yeah, great question again, Tara. And I think for for everybody listening, it, it's because the, the labor pool for for that has to grow exponentially. But it's not just tech talent we talk about. We're talking about carpenters and pipe fitters and different kinds of talent that's needed to support that industry. So we're incredibly bullish on that. I think we're going to surpass uh, what we did last year, to be honest with you. Uh, Luke mm-hmm. Azevedo, who runs, who is the film commissioner and runs our creative industries portfolio, uh, was just down in LA a couple of weeks ago talking to major studios and, and we are completely slammed. I mean, he's talking to so many studios of projects that they want to bring up here that we see, you know, magnificent opportunities for us to keep growing. And I guess the, the big, and why is that important is the question. Well, as I mentioned before, it's, we had $500 million of spending. So when, when these companies come in here to shoot, they're spending money locally, they're hiring local people, they're paying taxes. They're 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 spreading uh, the the love around to all of our small businesses by employing caterers and employing uh, different locations. So it's not just you know we hear a lot about tech to David's point, but these other kinds of of impacts that we have in the community come directly from the film and TV business. So for us, we see that as again another opportunity to grow a talent pool that maybe is in tech focus, but is absolutely necessary for us to, to be one of those best places to shoot and you know again last year we were named a top 10 location in north america for film for filming and building a life where to make movies and build a life i think it, it was called by the one of the film publications so we're definitely going to be mm-hmm. becoming recognized for more than just vista we're being recognized for talent and the opportunity to do some really cool work in our city so we have about a minute and a half left i i'm just curious if i'm a small business owner i am a caterer or you know, pipe fitter, whatever it is, how do I get the job with the film industry? Does CED provide a list of potential um, businesses to work with or or how how do people actually get access to that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I keep saying that. I'm sorry. I keep saying great question. These are great questions. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, it's a combination. It's depending on the skill set. Like we have the unions that that work directly with the production companies 
uh, once you get into that industry, people are always looking for that talent. So I think it's, we have some links on our website uh, for the Calgary Film Centre for people to go and find out how they can take part in the economy. Uh, there isn't that I know of right now a central marketplace for this. So that's a really interesting point that uh, we should think about doing that for our local uh, businesses to start to understand. But yeah, we, we just have those, those links and those resources on our, on our website. Uh, and I encourage people to, to just keep, keep thinking about it and keep it high at top of, it, top of mind. Uh, for the opportunity for them to uh, to see those those uh, you know positions come come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Well, our guest this morning was Brett Perry, President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. Thank you so much, Brett, for being our guest, and I, another thank you for being our sponsor. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward for many more years of good relationship with our show. I look forward to it as well, and thank you for the opportunity to tell these amazing stories for our community. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges.